This is Morning Motivation for Educators on the Bee Podcast Network. Learn about all the shows at bpodcastnetwork.com. You'll hear from a variety of formal and informal educators who help put this podcast together. If you'd like to contribute your voice to the show, please go to morningmotivationedu.com to apply. I am Joey Massio. I was a middle school teacher for seven years, and now I run Sidekick to Hero, a coaching business that helps teens with confidence, social skills, and goals. Today, I want to talk about freedom of will. So that, by definition, is that the idea that humans are free to decide and to take a stance toward both internal and external conditions. So the the freedom in this context is defined as a space to shape one's own life within limits of specific possibilities. So that's kind of the, the definition as Viktor Frankl puts it. I'm, I'm reading uh, one of his books right now, Will to meaning and it's it's amazing so my my mind is uh, very much wrapped up in all of the his concepts and so he talks about the the freedom of will and when it comes to freedom and right now as I'm recording this it's about the 4th of July when it comes to freedom it's something that we love especially in America we love it and also hey in Canada I'm not forgetting about you Canada Day is uh, July 1st and we, we love freedom and it's great. Uh, we fight for our freedom. We kind of love that idea of standing up so we have the ability to become who we want to become. But on a personal individual level, sometimes we don't fight for this freedom. We, we just give up the idea that we have a freedom of will, that we have the potential and the ability to write our own stories in our head, to motivate us to become the person we want to become and to find that meaning in our lives that are important to us. There's two different ways that this is done, according to Frankel, and I'll break them down for you so you can find them in your life to see, oh, how how might either one of these ways be showing up in my brain? Because sometimes our brain tries not to fight for freedom and in fact tries to fight for um being chained down right of uh, of not having the freedom to do it our brain will fight for that and it's ironic but it does that and it generally is not helpful other times there are people who will try to take away our our freedom of will mostly by offering up ideas to us that are just not helpful. So first uh, of the two ways that we give up our freedom of will is uh, first is reductionism as Frankel calls it. And so that that's breaking everything down into its parts. So it doesn't really mean anything. So uh, come like, or think about the family when it comes to the family, like your parents love you. Oh, that's great. You're, especially when I work with teens, I'll say something along the lines of, yeah, well, your parents are the only person, the people in the world who are going to love you as much as they do. Like nobody else is as concerned about you as your parents are. And they're like, no, they're not, you know, and they'll, they'll just kind of break that 
down or they don't find value in it because it's been broken down for them. And they'll say, well, it's my mom. My mom has to love me. Okay. So that's breaking down the family, a mother into just the role of mom. Yeah. That's just one of the roles of mom. Mom has to love me. So therefore it doesn't mean anything. Uh, Another form of reductionism is this sentence. You're just a blank. So that could be, you're just a teen. You're just a teacher. You're just a, insert a physical attribute here. You're just a scrawny kid. You're just this skin color. You're just a girl or a woman or whatever, right? So breaking you down into whatever label that uh, might fit you and then assuming from that, well, just because you are that, yeah, you can't really do much. It it really takes away uh, the meaning of who you are and what you can do. And if you're just a blank, then you don't really have that freedom of will. Um, and then there's kind of the reductionism on the grand scheme of things, right? We are all just a collection of atoms and that doesn't even matter. We're all just kind of here, you know, uh, floating through space. Now, whatever your religious affiliation is, it doesn't really matter. Frankel always says there's, there should be, or there, there needs to be, uh, some kind of a, um, nod or uh, a recognition of something bigger than us. I know for me, I believe in God, I'm a Christian. And so I know for other people, there are different forms of religion. And even those people who are agnostic, they believe in some kind of universe and power or whatnot. And that helps give us story around our sufferings and around why we're here and our communication with other people. And it really helps. But when we just reduce it all to, we're just a collection of atoms. What does it all mean? Like, what does it all matter? That's when we give up that freedom of will. You know, you don't have that freedom, that space to shape your life the way you want it to be because you're just a collection of atoms. Um, One last way that this is done, and I'll bring this up because this is uh, what I found in the education uh, industry is um, the idea that uh, when, when you break down a um, an industry or an institution into parts, then that also can just take the meaning out of that institution that you're a part of. So uh, there is this, uh, li- the opening line of the Netflix show Wednesday, based on Wednesday, Adam. It was a great series. I, I loved it. But the opening line is her ro- walking through a public school. And she says this, she just says, I'm not sure whose twisted idea it was to put hundreds of adolescents in underfunded schools run by people whose dreams were crushed years ago. And then she ends that by saying, but I applaud their sadism or something like that. So that's a perfect form or a perfect example of reductionism. Let's just take this institution of public education and let's just break it down into hundreds of adolescents. And there's a lot of story in, in that there, right? Breaking that down. Underfunded schools. Yeah, some schools don't have the funds that they need. Uh, and um, by people whose dreams are crushed years ago, the whole, if you can't do, then teach, right? Um, a lot of teens, and I think sometimes a lot of um, uh, educators walk around with that kind of, uh, you know, reductionism about it. And, and it kind of 
it takes the magic out of things. Um, so the, the second way that we give up our freedom um, is determinism, which is just, you know what? Our will doesn't even matter. There's nothing you can do. You can't change the world. You, you either have talent or you don't. Um, you'll only be whatever your family has been or whatever you've done um, in the past. That's it. There's no, there's no changing that. So that, that's determinism. Um, so both of those, determinism, your will doesn't matter, or reductionism, well, everything, when you break it down to its parts, just shows that they don't matter. That will take away your freedom of will. Keep fighting for it. You are free to become who you want to become, to react how you would like to react. Um, I'll end here with a quote from Frankel. Man's freedom is no freedom from conditions, but rather freedom to take a stand on whatever conditions might confront him. So fight for your freedom. Thanks for listening. And whatever role you have in education, we have a podcast for you at bpodcastnetwork.com. Who among your friends and colleagues needs to hear this message today? Please share it with them right now.